welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome back. Today we have a super, super special guest. I'm so excited. Sierra Linne is a coach, business strategist, and online educator who focuses on helping both aspiring and growing entrepreneurs to find their audience, easily convert them into clients with confidence, and scale to 5K months. With nearly five years of corporate sales experience, Sierra is a Wall Street escapee who believes that anyone, regardless of their personal personality or experience can become great at selling authentically without the used car salesman vibes. You guys are going to love this episode. Sierra is near and dear to my heart. She has been a client of mine for many years and I just love seeing her explode and grow and her mission is so important. But without further ado, let's just go ahead and dive straight into this episode. All right. Woo. Yay. Welcome back to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. I am so excited because we have a super, super amazing, incredible, special guest of, uh, of here. I don't even know what I'm saying today. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I'm so excited to have Sierra Lene on here today. Thank you so much for coming. Of course. I'm super excited to be here. Ah, oh my gosh. Well, we have so many celebrations, but I'm going to let her kind of take the stage in a minute. But Sierra and I have been working together for quite some time now, and it's just been really, really beautiful to be able to see her blossom and grow and achieve and, and just really help so many lives and just expand that reach from now on, like from now on, it gets to be so amazing. But I want to share with everyone that we are celebrating your highest cash month ever, which is super exciting. And cheers to so many more. But why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit of backstory. Tell us who you are, how you got to where you are today, and all of the good info. As always, this is the most loaded question ever. <laughs> share what your heart feels called to share. <laughs> sure. So my entrepreneurial journey kind of started started in college, really. Mm. Um, so I knew from the beginning that I wasn't going to fit the mold. And uh, my idea of what I was going to do changed quite a few times. While you were in college? Um, while I was in college, since college. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I knew what I was meant to do with my life was to travel and mm -hmm. to speak and empower women. And that's all I really knew. Um, and everything else has just kind of come together uh, mm. since then. So in college, I decided to create my own degree because they didn't have one that I wanted. Um, <laughs> so I actually decided I wanted to do, it's called an interdisciplinary degree. So I got like oh, three. I, I haven't heard of that. 
Yeah. So I did all the work myself and created my own degree, came up with all the course structure and everything. And so I technically have three minors. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> so instead of just one major, because I wanted all of it, because I wanted business management, yeah. but I also wanted advertising and public relations. Because I was right. like, there's no way you can have a business and then not be no. able to market it. <laughs> right. You have to know marketing. <laughs> otherwise, your business just sits there. And does nothing. <laughs> and does nothing. And, and dies. So and okay. <laughs> On that note, um, that's so yeah. cool. I never knew you could actually do that in college. That's I never knew that was even a possibility. I didn't either until I went to a career counselor and I was like, look, this is what I want to do. <laughs> and I, can I swap out? I think it started with me asking, can I swap out business law for some more advertising classes? Can, mm. I, can I swap out some of this like nitty gritty technical stuff that I don't really think I need Right. for, for marketing? She's like, well, why don't you do this? And I was ah, like, ding, 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 ding. Ah, perfect. Yep, perfect. So, uh, right out of college, um, well, while I was in college, I was doing like 15 credit hours and then two part-time jobs and I was doing an internship all at the same freaking time. And so mm -hmm. because my attention was so split, finding a job after college became like secondary because mm -hmm. <laughs> I was just trying to freaking graduate. Um, and I ended up getting this uh, job at a call center that got, I got promoted into sales from that. Um, and then once you have sales experience, that's all anybody wants you for. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of start kickstarted my sales degree, uh, which I didn't mind sales. I like sales, but the, the thing was that um, I'm unwilling to sell somebody something they don't need. Sure. Yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> and, so, and so by the time that I had worked my way up to Wall Street, um, after a couple other things have happened, um, several years later, I was just like, oh. You know, I really would love to do something that actually made a difference. Mm. That would be great. I don't know what that yeah. is, but I, I'd love to actually be doing something that allowed me to travel and right. that allowed me to empower women. And the more that I looked at the women who were in these powerful positions in every company that was similar to mine, including my own, mm. um, they were having to sacrifice all of their time in order to make money and keep up with everything. And, and right. really especially in corporate, you're expected to choose between your career and your family because mm. if you like, and it's still very prevalent and you will sometimes yeah. get passed over for a promotion based off of whether or not you plan to have a family and settle down. And mm. so looking at that, I was like, I'm not willing to put up with that. Yeah. One. And number two, I need more than just the two weeks of vacation time that I have to save for Christmas including my sick pay so that I can actually go home for Christmas. Cause yeah. I lived in New York city, but most of us, our families were not there. And right. if I'm going to fly across the freaking country, I need more than two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, uh, uh, you know, unreasonable for anybody, even if it's just like an hour away, like you need more, you know, you know, want more time. So absolutely. So you were at wall street and Okay. Then what happens? <laughs> so honestly, I was in it being in the sales environment. Um, if the whole team is not making their numbers at somebody's head is on a chopping block every single month, the person yeah. who made the least amount of numbers is the one who's going to go because the manager is responsible for the numbers and the mm. manager has to prove that he's doing something. So 
they just start cutting people instead of investing more in their people. So it, it they were all very toxic work environments. Um, it, it became something where because I'm a woman, I had mm-hmm. to act a certain way in order to keep up um, and, and exhibit traits that weren't necessarily natural to me. Sure. And like be somebody who I'm not. And it just got to the point where I was, I was just so freaking depressed to be completely mm. honest with you. I yeah. lived in the, one of the most amazing cities in the world and I loved being there. I loved the culture. I loved the food, but I was so exhausted from having to go in so early and then leave Mm. so late because whether it was salary or not, you were still encouraged to be there beyond hours so that you could make the numbers. Um, And it's something that you had to do in order to prove to your managers that you actually cared. Um, So if the numbers weren't happening, you had to sacrifice more of your time. How did you get to where you are today? Yeah. So I quit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I essentially, I was, my head was on the chopping block and I was, I gave up. Mm. So I gave up and I moved cross country back home and I was like, all right, I I have to take a hard look at what I actually want for my life because everything that I've ever worked for sucks. (laughs) (laughs) But it was one of those like, oh my gosh, like this is definitely a breakdown moment. This is definitely one of those like, all right, enough is enough. Like what is happening in my life? Right. Mm -hmm. And so many people can relate to that. I'm feeling that way. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I started researching and kind of getting back to basics and figuring out, okay, what can I do to make money? Cause I want to travel and I want to empower women Mm -hmm. and I want to make money. So what can I do to create a business in order to be able to actually travel and see the world? Because that's like the number one thing that everyone who gets married has kids. Everyone I've ever known has said that they wish that they had taken more time to travel and see the world Mm. that they'd gotten out more. And I'm just like, I want this. Yeah. How do I make it happen? Yeah. Awesome. Well, tell people what you do now. So now I, I'm an empowerment coach and a business strategist. And essentially I help women trade corporate for a freedom-based lifestyle by uncovering and capitalizing on their passions and turning them into 5k plus monthly profits. Awesome. Yay. That's so exciting. And I think it's like so true, right? So many people in their nine to five and you know, I never relate to this because I'm just like, I've always been freedom based, I guess. Cause I, I've never wanted to have a nine to five. I've always been one of those people that are like, Oh, I'll just have like a bunch of part-time jobs because that seems more flexible than having, which makes no sense. Like it really doesn't make any sense because at least with a nine to five, you work essentially nine to five and that's mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Yeah. But so it doesn't make any sense, but it felt like more freedom to me. But there's so many people that are out there who are like, I know there's something more for me. I know mm-hmm. there's something more for me. I don't love what I'm doing. And I feel like I should be in something involved in something that I love. So when it comes to someone who is in that place right now, who's listening, who's saying like, wow, like I, I want to do something like that. I want to be able to quit my job. I want to be able to help other people. What advice do you have for them? Honestly, it's, it's really easy because honestly, you probably already have really lucrative skills that you've probably even forgotten about. Right. Because looking back on every job that you've ever had, every school experience, every school project, every volunteer experience that you've ever had, you've built up skills in the background 
that to you are just not a big deal, but to other people, they would be very willing to pay you to right. take this off their plate. So whether it's doing things along the lines of being a virtual assistant or whether it's, you know, being some sort of coach, whether it's, you know, being some sort of, you know, web designer or mm -hmm. that there are so many, many service-based businesses that you can create with skills that you already have. Mm. Now, that's not to say that you can't enhance any of the skills that oh, you have. Oh, of course. And, and, but so many people feel like if they want to change careers, they have to get a new degree. And that's just not even true. Mm. Yeah. Let's get like burn that. <laughs> We're just going to set that rule on fire and put it over in the corner <laughs> so that Com can just burn. Completely set it on fire. And, and the other thing too, is that if you don't have quote experience in one particular job, that's yeah. exactly what the job description is that you're going to step into, then you can't get a job in that field. Whether that's in corporate or whether that's creating your own business, that's also untrue because more than likely you have enough skills from other things that you've done that fulfill those requirements. Yes. How do I identify these skills, right? Because we keep talking about it. You already have these things within you. You already have these things within you. And I'm totally with you. Like, I truly believe that through your entire life, your life leaves clues for your purpose, for your deeper mm -hmm. mission. It makes complete sense that I do what I do now. Um, if I look back on it and I think back to every single dream, every single mission, every single, wow, I really want to do this and every single drive, it all makes sense. But how do we actually identify the skills that we have? Because what I know, to be true is sometimes we don't know what we know right or like we yeah. think it's something that's so obvious that's so simple that we would be like oh well why would someone pay me for that that's just common knowledge but for someone else it's not so we're, exactly. how, how do we get into this how do we identify this so my favorite exercise to do actually is to sit down with pen and paper and to almost create like what I would call a mind map. And this mm. is something that you could Google and, and look up what a mind map looks like. Mm -hmm. But essentially there's a, a box in the center. And then from that box, there are boxes that come off of that and the boxes that come off of that kind of looking right. like a tree, but in every yeah. direction. And so the ex every experience that you've had, you just put one. So let's say that I had, I had a job at a call center, right? So the call center would go in the center of that. And then all of my responsibilities would go into the surrounding boxes. And then all the little tiny tasks that I was responsible for mm -hmm. go in the outer boxes. So the tiny, t if I was responsible for calling 60 businesses a day, right? Sure. The tiny tasks behind that are to make a list of 60 businesses, Right. are to figure out who the de decision makers are. Mm -hmm. Maybe are, even the demographics of the business, the you're making sure you're, you're calling the right businesses. Right. So all that kind of background mm. research, all of those tiny little tasks, mm. and then figure out of the outlying tasks of the actual physical things that you did, mm. what did you actually like doing? Yeah. Like what are the bigger skills here? Like, what, what do you know that other people don't? So for you, Sierra, like you are a person who has had many, many, many years of sales experience. Of course, mm -hmm. it made sense that you could help people with sales later on in this business too. Like, even though you weren't doing it in a business standpoint for yourself before, you still have those skills and now you get to monetize them. 
Yeah, exactly. And even as when I was thinking back, I was thinking, well, like I was never a trainer, but I did just mm -hmm. as a person help mm -hmm. train the new people on my team and would go out of my way to make sure that I was role playing with them, that I would tell them exactly how to do things and would tell them like how to customize things. Mm. And I was like, wait a minute. I definitely trained people on how to do this. Mm. But it wasn't until I sat down with every experience that I had ever yeah. done, including like my volunteer opportunities, including some of the projects I had done for school. Like it's a lot of work to go through all of that. But at the end of it, you realize like, whoa, I'm a hot tamale. I can do yeah. all of this stuff. Yes. Especially when you own your worth and you own your knowledge and you unleash and allow yourself to be really freaking amazing just because that's the way it gets to be. And you mm -hmm. get to be like, I'm so badass. Like, look at all this stuff I can do. This is incredible. But it's giving yourself permission. Because like you said before, you were in this environment. I think we should definitely talk about this. You were in this environment where you had to act a certain way. You had to start doing things a certain way that really just felt really icky to you. If someone mm -hmm. has had that experience yet now doesn't understand, how is it that I can even own these skills? How can I even show up? How do I even start a business? Like, I... And maybe they're stuck in fear. How do we get past that? What needs to happen for them to be able to take the first step? So honestly, it's just giving yourself permission to dream mm -hmm. and giving yourself permission to be like, okay, yeah, just for kicks and giggles. Mm -hmm. If, if I were to start my own business, if mm. I could make decent money, Mm -hmm. doing something online mm -hmm. to where I didn't have to go to an office to where I could travel. What would I want my life to look like? Yes. Yeah. And start looking into what could be possible for you. Yeah. And the thing is like, I was following all of these people on Instagram, on Facebook who were traveling. And I always mm. thought that, well, they just got lucky. Mm. Yeah. Or like they, there's like some sort of icky secret that they probably have, or like maybe the, the curve for that is gone. They jumped in at the right time and it's too late for me now. Those were things that I would think while I was sitting at my desk scrolling through LinkedIn, because that's what mm. I was allowed to be on. <laughs> but um, the thing is that those are all lies. Mm. Those are all completely lies. And the only difference between my life now and mm -hmm. my life then is I believe I can. Mm, that's so good. But I love, I, we'll, we'll come back to belief in here in just a minute because it's something that, you know, I love talking about, but it's constantly this thing that is ever flowing and I'm trying to always learn more about belief. And I'm always, always, always trying to learn more about faith because it's this ever evolving, you know, situation. But something I think you really said that's really important is allowing yourself to dream. And I remember me being in a place where this is maybe what was different about not having a nine to five. And I know some people who have a nine to five still financially struggle as well. Like you were talking about of, Hey, I can't even go visit my family. I, I can't even get two days away from work. God forbid, like go do anything and, and have the experience in the life that I'm wanting. For me, it was one of those things that I remember I forgot to even ask, like, what is it that I actually wanted? Because they weren't even possible that the dreams then became <laughs> so far to the earth's core. I had to dust them. I had to like dig them out like, and this like, 
I had to like dig them out and I had to dust them off. And it's just asking yourself, what is it that I actually want? And even now for people who are maybe already entrepreneurs or who are really trying to go after the next goal, what is it that I actually want? And why do I want that? What would that look like? How is that going to make me feel? And like, why is now the time I'm going to go after it? Because so often, and I mean, so often we just sit, we sit on our dreams, we sit on our desires and we don't actually do anything to change that. And it's recognizing that we are the only people that can change it. We are the only people that can make things happen. And to give you some encouragement, um, I think we should talk about some of the really cool things that we've accomplished. So um, I think this is like, I don't know why this is just perfect to go into here. But the reason I say this is because, you know, if you're brand new to me and my story, I, I went from food assistance and not having really any money at all to within that first year and a half, I accomplished everything on my desire list. I think the only thing I don't have yet is I'm still single. So, <laughs> but like, okay, that's something that like I've, I've taken strides. It's not meant to be in this moment in time, but I was able to travel the world. I bought Louis Vuitton purses. And in fact, I bought two and sunglasses. You know, I, I did these things that I could have never fathomed just the other day. I spent a thousand dollars and I didn't even blink. I'm not even joking. And that's crazy. I used to dream about doing that. And now it's like a reality. So tell us something that you used to dream about doing, but that gets to be your reality or something that you were able to accomplish because you chose to go after it. Oh my goodness. Like there's so many. I'm like, which one do I pick? Ooh, uh, share like top three, <laughs> top three. I know there's like so many to choose from. There's so many to choose from. Okay. So, um, well, one of the things that was super freaking awesome was, um, in the very beginning, when I started my business, I was like, things were really, really tight. I'm like, yeah. I wish that like, one of the big things, even when I was in corporate was I am all about personal development and I'm all about live events and live experiences and things like that. Um, so being able to go to the mastermind VIP trip with mm. you was fantastic. Um, yes. and being able to be on that trip in Boston. And then I made money like the first like day I yes! was there. I was not even working on my business. I don't know why <laughs> that happens. I feel like it's an effect to hanging out with me that people just make money. <laughs> and oh I'm not God. trying to say that in any weird way, but that straight up has happened so many times for my clients that within the few first month or week of that, or the next day, or even the day of, they make money. So obviously you want to spend some time with me. Hello. But that's so freaking cool. Like that's such a great accomplishment. And it was one of those things that you decided you were going to make something happen. You put it out into the world and you very much let go of how it was going to happen and how is it going to come together. And you're just like, yeah, if it comes together, it comes together and I'm going to have fun along the way. And like it, it definitely came together. Yeah, it did within 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. That oh was amazing. Um, let's see what else. Um, some of my greatest wins. Um, I would say right when I first started 
my business and actually started marketing myself because I was so terrified that people mm. were going to see me as salesy. Mm -hmm. And I've been in sales for years. Like at this point, I've been in sales for five years mm -hmm. and I've even sold on Wall Street and I was still freaking out about selling things online because it was like, it's going to be icky. People are going to look at me weird and I'm going to get like hate mail from people. And that literally has never happened. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I was able to, within, I think, the first month of investing in myself with you, um, I actually was able to sign four, or three clients in four days, yes. um, which was absolutely freaking incredible. It completely blew my mind because I had been working so hard and I was just like, I don't know how this is going to come together. Yeah. And like, I'd had a couple like little clients or whatever, like that were like friends. And so like, right. they counted, but they didn't really count. But, um, then I have three clients in four days and just boom, boom. Yeah. And, and from that, I was able to pay off two of my credit cards. Ah, oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's such a good win because people feel that and people want that and people desire that. And the reason why we're sharing these things, it's not to, to flaunt the, the things that I just bought or the things that I bought in the past or the fact that Sarah and I got to be together in person and that she was able to accomplish these things. It's not about that. It's to show you that like, Hey, like we're human even though we're pretty awesome, you're also awesome. And you can also do this too. This is hundred percent capable and possible and realistic for you as well. But I love this idea of what you talked about. You kind of talked about, um, when you made the transition and before you were kind of really, really fearful. So how do you now help your clients and empower them to transition out of fear into really designing a business that they love and getting themselves out there? Honestly, a lot of it is just starting to make it really real for them because the biggest thing that I run into over and over and over again is that they're trying to copy something that they've seen other people make money at because they think that that will work for them. But if it's not truly what their soul desires, then they're not actually going to mm, be able to do that. So, so good. So the big, the biggest, most rampant problem that I run into, and this has happened time and time and time again, I feel like almost every week I'm getting in front uh, and talking to women, at least three out of like everybody that I talk to, at least three women a week who actually have this desire to start this particular business, but they're planning to start that business later once they've made more money with this other business that they're going to start first. Mm -hmm. And so it's really just kind of explaining the fact of all business is hard. It's going to be just as hard to create a business doing something you love as something right. you don't even like. Right. And just because someone else is successful at doing something doesn't mean that you will be too, but it doesn't mean that you won't be as well. But the point is, is like, we already have a version of that person. We already have a version of that business. We already have a version of blah, 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 whatever you're looking at. Modeling is good. Copying is not, that is not going to make you money. Model people who are super successful. That has been one of the key traits of every successful person that I have ever studied. They have modeled people who have come before them, but this is the encouragement that you need that this is the point in time where you can decide I'm actually going to do something I love. Why would you quit and leave your job and have Sierra help you transition into doing that 
without doing something that you're absolutely obsessed with. Exactly. So a lot of it is just reconnecting to that, that deeper purpose for them. Yeah. Because if you have the dream of creating your own business, of making a difference, then you're meant to make some sort of impact. Right. Because if you were satisfied just going with the status quo, you probably wouldn't be even listening to this podcast right now. Right. Uh, <laughs> yes. I only attract the most fierce, amazing, 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 abundant people in my life. So of course they're listening to this podcast because they want to change their life. Exactly. So if you have the desire to change your life, it's because you're meant to. Yes. And there is, there are people who are already waiting for you to transition. There are people who are already waiting for you to step into your full power of who Mm. you are meant to be as a woman, who you are meant to just become and blossom the person you already are who's hiding inside of you one of my biggest things is unleashing your inner powerhouse Mm -hmm. because she's there she's the one that's tapping on your subconscious being like hey let me out you need more than this do not settle for this Mm -hmm. so it's reconnecting with her reconnecting with your truest self and helping you to believe that your dreams are not dead Mm mm-hmm even if you have to dust them off a little bit, kind of like you were saying earlier, even mm-hmm. if you've got to dust them off, even if we've got to do some digging, like what you are meant to do, you are meant to do. You are meant to see what you want unfold in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And this is for men too. If you're listening and they're like, oh, she's talking about women. I mean, whatever you want to call the inner thing that's inside you that needs to unleash is perfectly fine, however you want to call it. But I absolutely love this because we so often hide who we are because of the situations that we've been in, because of the experiences we've had. And it's giving yourself the permission to say, I get to fully unleash. I get to be fully who I am. And I get to love my life, love what I do and make a ton of money along the way and have loads of fun because that's the way that life gets to be. Oh, so good. Okay. So I want to switch gears here just like slightly into more sales, sales, sales stuff, because obviously you do have a lot of experience in sales. And once we have the business, once we identify our strengths, once we identify, Hey, this is exactly what I'm going to do. We've got the clarity to run. We've got to get good at sales and sales are the lifeline. Money is the lifeline to your business without sales and money you don't have a business. Okay. (laughs) That is the truth. So, okay. First off, I want to go over maybe your top three sales tips for new entrepreneurs. All right. Let's try to make this brief. Um, number one, sell a solution to a problem, not a product. I do honestly, even if I wanted the product, if you're pushing it in my face, I don't care. I don't care. What I care about is me. So relevant to me, <laughs> which is, which is true for everyone. Okay. You guys. So uh, as much it's as not that <laughs> we all care about Sarah, but you know, it's so true though. Like most of the time, most human beings spend their time thinking about themselves and thinking about their own problems and not really worrying about other people. So this is so true. We have to solve the problem with the product or offer or program or whatever we are selling for that person. Everybody only wants their problem to be solved. So don't like sell the umbrella, sell the fact that, Hey, I'm going to keep you dry when it's pouring outside. Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So let's see. My second tip is to be who you are. 
which we kind of mm. talked about this a little bit, but one of the big problems that all of, I, I think every single client I've ever had <laughs> and several people who are not even clients yet always ask me, well, why would someone buy from me mm. if somebody else is already doing this? Uh, yes. Let's dive into this. Well, here's the answer. They're going to buy from you because they like you. Yes. Because they like you. Like I, there are tons of people who style hair. I stick with my stylist because I like her. Mm -hmm. Because I like totally. her. Right. <laughs> I've thought about moving it. I'm not moving. I'm sorry. I thought about like traveling across the country to go back to my lash artist that I loved or my hairstylist in Denver. Like I completely understand that thought because we like them and we like what they offer. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the fear that comes up with this is like, well, if people all obviously already like who's in place already. Why would they, why would they switch to me? Well, here's the thing. They're already looking for you because they're dealing with somebody else who's kind of standing in your place right now because they're looking for something that fits with them just a little better, mm -hmm. just a little better. So who are you making weight on you while you get your ish together? Mm, yes. Well, I think though too, it's like, I want to flip this question almost back on the listeners here too. So instead of when you're asking why me, I'm going to ask that question right back at you. Well, why you like answer that question? Why you, right? Why are you the most amazing person to solve this problem? Why are you doing this? Like, it's just getting so clear on why you're so amazing, what your skills are, what your strengths are, how you know you're going to change lives. So if you're asking that question, definitely do all the things we just talked about, but then re-ask it to yourself because you've got to believe that within you. No one can make you believe anything, but you can grow any belief you ever want within yourself, which is really freaking cool. Awesome. Okay. So First tip we had was to sell the solution, right? To solve a problem, not just mm -hmm. selling the product or offer. Sell the solution. And then we have, what was this? What be was yourself. This? Okay, thank you. All right, then we have be yourself for number two. I was like, what was the underlining? <laughs> I was like, why me? And then I was like, I wrote that down. Okay, be yourself, right? Be yourself because people do buy people from people who they like. They mm -hmm. do, right? I yeah. go to Target out of my way every day before I'd go to Walmart because I freaking like Target. Target mm -hmm. is cool and it's cute and they've got cute stuff and I don't have to worry about weird, like too weird of people, you know? So it's so true. I want to oh. add something onto the yes. Target thing that you just said. People will pay more to work with somebody that they like. Oh yeah. Even if there's a cheaper option out there. So. Oh, 100%. People do not, <laughs> people do not shop on price points when it comes to a problem that they are ready to solve mm -hmm. a million times over. Uh, yes. Thank you for that point. That's so good. Yes. Um, which actually kind of leads into point three, yes. which is, uh, believe that you're a hot tamale mm. because when it comes to online service-based businesses, you can't be a Walmart. You can't be a target. There's no way that you could create that amount of product. There's service for anybody because you're one person. So when you're actually sitting down and you're thinking about it, and this is more actually building the, actually building your business, building your packages, looking at that kind of stuff, you can only work with 
what, four people at a time. If you're doing like web design, you can only work with maybe eight people at a time mm -hmm. on a high level one-on-one if you're a coach. Mm -hmm. Like I talk to at least 20 people a day on Facebook. Mm. <laughs> and of, if I talk to 20 people a day, five days a week, that's a hundred people a month minimum. And only eight people, I only have eight spots. Like believing that I am, that it's a mutually beneficial relationship. Yeah. And believing that when I'm having a sales call with somebody, it's a double interview. They're interviewing me to be their coach and I'm interviewing them to be my client because I have a very particular type of person that I want to work with. Absolutely. And I can't work with everybody. Absolutely. And Really, That's it's just, it it's fully owning your confidence, fully owning that I'm going to change lives. I have this product, this offer that is going to completely change the world, but you have to get back into that belief system. But when you can own your power like that, people are going to be naturally more attracted to you. Sales come a lot easier. Um, so closing much. a sale comes a lot easier. Attracting to people to you in the first place comes a lot easier. And so there is no better way to business at all than to continue to grow your confidence. So obviously yes. you're in a great place if that is what you're working on. This is a beautiful podcast uh, for you to be listening to, to enhance that at all moments in time. Uh, so let's dive into obviously the, the podcast question of, of the century. <laughs> um, since this podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self, can you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle and when you did, you felt victorious. Honestly, this is actually, I don't know why, but this is coming up right now. So somebody needs to hear this. Um, the first moment that I felt completely victorious and I had always been thought that I was a fairly confident person, mm -hmm. um, but was deciding to choose myself over what society, my family and everybody else expected of me. Mm. Um, in calling off my wedding. Mm. Um, so it, it was a, an old flame that I had reconnected with and um, it, it quickly turned into a, a, an abusive situation, uh, mentally, emotionally, psychologically. And there was a lot of tendencies that were showing up that um, were showing that there would be physical things kind of down the line. And it was one of those things that it, I'm a type A person. So I'm very hunkered down, work through it, work through it, work through it. You know, things will get better. Things will get better. Things will get yeah. better. Things will get to get better. Yeah. But being optimistic and positive thinking, okay, like I know this can change. I know this can change. Of course, that's where your thought process goes. Right. And it, it, it is such a jump to categorize a person that you love as bad or mm. as other in any sort of circumstance. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it was one of those things of like, can I really actually say that? And it, it, things are better now. This was several years ago. Um, but he did never actually hit me. Yeah. So it was always one of those things of like, am I really being abused here? Right. Um, yeah. But, but looking at it, like this situation was somebody who would tell me all the time that people would like me better if mm. that I could do more if that, and all of it, like it seemed encouraging, 
Mm-hmm. But people would like you better if you started working out and lost weight. People would mm. like you better if you stopped being so crazy and would tone it down a little. People would like you better if this, that, and the other. And it was one of those things that like he kind of resented me for my success and my earning potential at the time. Yeah. Um, because what he was going to be able to earn was somewhere around the line of like $60,000 a year. I was going to be able to earn like 90 to a hundred. And now that's not even relevant because I get to earn more than that if I want. Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was one of those situations where like, it was really, really difficult to choose myself instead of, well, everyone expected us to get married. We were engaged. Right. And I, w- I was out of college at this point. This is the time that people get married. Um, and like I had put all of my dreams on the back burner at that point to sacrifice it for this relationship. And so I was molding all of my dreams into what he wanted. And mm. it was something that I didn't even realize I was doing until it was t- kind of too yeah. late. Um, and, and then I, I stepped back and I realized that I had done this with every relationship I'd ever been in because I was such a people pleaser. Mm. And I was like, okay, I have got to work on my own confidence and I've got to make a decision for me. And I do not care about what anybody else thinks. And this moment has happened several times in my life of, Mm -hmm. I do not care what anybody else thinks. I have got to choose this for me. Otherwise who I am is going to absolutely dissolve into this mold. And so the first time I made that decision was to get out of that abusive relationship. The next time that I made that decision was to go after something in, in wall street and to go after something in New York, which turned into Wall Street. And then the third time I made that decision was to start my own business. And so it, it's one yeah. of those things of like, changing your life is not necessarily something that only happens once. Yeah. If you come to a place where you cannot stand your life anymore, then something needs to change. And even if, and this is something that I had to deal with coming out of that abusive relationship was I realized that I didn't like myself anymore. Mm. I liked myself who I used to be, Mm -hmm. but over time, like after that relationship and after, I think it was after wall street when I had this realization of, I was this very bitter, very mean, very self-involved person. And I had felt entitled to become that way because of the things that I'd been through. And I just got to the point where I just didn't even like me. Mm. And all of that stuff kind of started popping up more and more and more as I started my own business because you deal with yourself all day long. Um, And so the decision to do something about that was almost as hard as making the decision to get out of the relationship to begin with. And I'm not exactly sure if I could tell you why, probably because I was so depressed and because I was so angry at everything but it was just the decision of, you know what, regardless of who else comes and goes in my life, I'm going to spend a whole lot of time with me. Mm. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So I just made the decision that I was going to become my favorite person in the world. I and I really sat down and made a list of all of the things that I wanted to be that I no longer was. Mm-hmm. All of the things that I wanted to 
improve on that I thought were pretty good, but I wanted more of. And then I wrote it down all the things that I actually loved about myself. And that was probably the hardest exercise that I've ever done in my life. But I am not even the same person. Wow. Yes. And I didn't even revert back to the person that I liked in college. I'm light years ahead of her. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it is my mission and my goal in life to empower other women to do the same and to take the reins back from everything that they've been expected to do, everything that they're expected to go through. Absolutely. To take hold of their life and to actually live it the way that they want to. Yeah. And I think that's so amazing, right? And it's the choice that we get to reinvent ourselves at any moment in time. And it's just Mm -hmm. one deciding that it's possible. And two, going back to this idea of really truly believing in yourself and knowing that I can do this. This is possible. I can achieve this. I am amazing. I do have something to offer. And just constantly focusing on why do I believe in myself? How can I believe in myself more? How can I grow more belief? So what advice do you have really quickly um, about someone who is working on really pushing through fear, really working on believing in themselves more to be able to take this next step, whether that is reinventing themselves, starting a business, upscaling their business, whatever that is and where they're at right now? My favorite thing to do is to remember your wins because Mm, honestly- Yes, 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 yes life happens so fast and you're so in the thick of it all the freaking time that you honestly, you have forgotten how amazing you are. Yes. Because even like sitting down and writing a list of all of the things that were really freaking cool that you've done. I mean, going back to the second grade. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All the way back. (laughs) Like you have been amazing your entire life. You've just forgotten about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, we can't wait to see your wins. I think you should make a list, tag us on social media, and please let us know so we can see them, so we can love on you, so we can be like, wow, you're such a badass, and we could just have a joyous time with you. Can you tell us, Sierra, where we can find more of you, where people can love you, where people can stalk you, and all the fun things? Absolutely. So, obviously, there's my website, sierralinae.com. There is my free Facebook support community, uh, the Passionately Ambitious Entrepreneurs. Um, I'm also, I am on Facebook um, and I'm on Instagram at Sierra.Lene. Perfect. Yeah, we will have all of the links there in the show notes so people can just go ahead and grab those. But thank you so much for being on today. This has been so incredible. And I know people are just going to listen to this and be like, wow, like <sighs> I get to choose to be a brand new version of me or a more enhanced version of me starting today. And that is one of the most beautiful lessons that anybody can learn at any moments in time. So thank you so, so, so much. Absolutely. It was a pleasure. Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. 
If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.